Welcome to Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve, the podcast where we bite the apple. All right, welcome back to your all things gay. I don't know why I say all things gay because, like, it's really only what we're talking about on this one, but it really is all things gay <laughs> and other things, right? Yes, yes. All right, well, anyways, welcome, Adam. How are you? I'm good. Oh, no way, oh, oh, wait, no, <laughs> no okay, no, no let's keep going with that. That is great. Like, because the host is also about right. <laughs> That's great. So we have okay. So we have two Adams today. Yes. So our guest is Adam. I love you're trying to steal my thunder there. <laughs> <laughs> I just did not mean to Adam. I am so. Sorry. I love that. So we have Adam. Yes, a- a Adam, as in um, Adam and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing fabulous. And how is the other Adam doing? Our guest. The other Adam is very well. <laughs> so we have Adam Key. With the gun, us. But it's all good. <laughs> right. We have, we, the other Adam is Adam Key. Okay, this is going to be very interesting. Like, two Adams. <laughs> right? I'm like, now I just realized this is yeah, going to be very interesting. Like, which one are you directing? Or yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, Adam, our guest, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself before we, you know, get into things? Oh, my, my, my. Okay. Let's, the long and short of this, from Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania is basically where I grew up. And I've been, lived all over the, the United States. New York and Miami, Kansas City, Tucson, San Francisco, LA. Jesus. Uh, wow. Several different careers, fashion design, interior design, product design, fine artist, bartender in between of those, because you know, as a designer, you'll make much money. And uh, the adult world, I've been in that for over 12 years, and uh, writing a script, tarot, acting, mainstream acting, I had to get that correct. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, he's like, I do all of it. So, yeah. yeah all so of the above. A little there. So that's what they call a renaissance <laughs> man. Yes. You yes. know? You just I do did all that all the before thing. I was 25. No. <laughs> <laughs> you do all the things. Well, thank you for coming on our little show today. Yes. Absolutely. Very much. Yeah. Well, before we jump into fun, interesting things with you, um, I don't know. What's going on with you guys? What's happening in the neighborhood? Anything new, fun, interesting? Well, I know on the past few episodes, we have been kind of talking about heart. So why not just <laughs> heart and we ho? Yeah. The new bar that opened up. We already, me and Steven have talked about it, but what's what's... Mm. What's your take you know, on it? I haven't been yet, but okay. um, I, I know Saturday is uh, Hollywood is the promoter is doing a, a night on Saturday, which I think was at Vita. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Before, yeah. Mm-hmm. and now he's re- kind of redoing. I think it's kind of a similar party. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been there yet, but I've been wanting to go. I've seen some of the pictures and whatnot. I know a lot of the people that wind up going there. So that should be fun. But I just, I, maybe this Saturday. Yeah, yeah you should go. It's, Check it out. It's, it's pretty cool. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and then what? Motherload reopened? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Exactly I haven't gone in there either. Yeah, I haven't gone, but you you have. I was yeah. there this, this <laughs> <Yeah. day. laughs> and you There I was. <laughs> and just yeah. like that. And just <laughs> like that. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was, of course, you know, right the night before President's Day, so it was quite busy, mm-hmm. packed, and nothing changed inside, nothing, nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> it looks exa- exactly the same. The drinks are exactly the same, which is a good thing. I mean, yeah, they had strong water. drinks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Motherload, um, the cool thing about Motherload is like if you went to Motherload, you liked it because it was kind of like that hole in the wall kind of bar. And so nothing changes. Absolutely. It's good for the people who went, right? <laughs> because that, that's what they liked about it. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I only popped in there every now and again, but they did. They had really strong drinks, mm-hmm. you know. They do. They do. Did mm-hmm. is and this is I just thought of this, is Fubar still open? I, I don't think they're doing uh big, you know, fat. Mm. But, oh. um, <laughs> no, you can say it. Big I can say that. Dick. It's okay. Yeah. 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 Spotted dick. Big fat dick. Yeah. Uh, big fat dick. I don't know what I'm saying. 
But I, I the the bar itself, I still believe it's open. Mm-hmm. Oh, so well, I remember we had gone to Big Fat Big Fat Big Fat Dick <laughs> Night one night, and we had a friend visiting. He had just moved to LA actually, right. and I hadn't been there in a very long time. That night was very different than when I had first gone. <laughs> I was like, ooh, there's all the things happening yeah. here. It was yeah. a lot. It was surprising because West Hollywood is a little kind of prudish about things like that now, you know? Yeah, but you know the good thing about that? It was it was far enough away from most of the mainstream Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So yeah. It, it was just, and it wasn't really, I don't really consider it a gay bar because I think there's a, it, it kind of more of a mixed vibe. It's usually that night, Thursday mm-hmm. night was a gay night. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think they kind of got away with it because yeah. they weren't as close. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised what they were getting away with when I went in there because, again, I just, you know, <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? Because, like, back in the day, like, you know, we all used to be a little bit grittier and stuff like uh, that, but now it's, like, not for the most part. Sweetheart, I have a story to tell you about that. I know it's not grittier. I, this is many years ago this happened. I am close to the bathroom area and I'm making out with this guy and we're just all night. We're not down, not, you know, hands, not down pants and all that, but just making out passionately. And someone's like, walks by, get a room. And I'm <laughs> like, and I turn around, I'm like, first of all, this is a room. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> we are in a room. This is a room. The definition of a room. Yes. Uh, and I was like, whoa, like, you know, because when I came out, uh, gay bars were the place to pick people up. Mm-hmm. And if you saw someone, yeah, you may be, you know, passionately, not that you're gonna have sex there. This is not Berlin, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's very it. I mean, when I moved here, which it wasn't that long ago, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that old, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember no. like it was a little. Um, grittier you could get away with more things like i remember there was a bar, there was a club that was next to the studs adult theater and it uh, i forget the name of it but like they had a dark room and like none of our clubs have that anymore really not on the strip or anything like you got to go to you know you go to like a party yeah, and yeah. Like a sp- a specific event yeah so it's just like so Fubar was just really getting away with it. It just shocked me. Because yeah. remember, even some of the clubs were getting shut down. Like Here Bar got shut down for a while. Mickey's got shut down for a while because they felt like they were being a little too raunchy with the dancers and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. They were just, I guess you got to pay people the it, right it's, money. It's unfortunate. It just kills me because it's, you know, I'd love to see your side of being gay. I just thought. Yeah. There's there's a f- there's a freedom to it. You know what I mean? There's there's like a Adam knows. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm experimenting with myself a little bit okay. lately. Good. He is yes. opening up a little bit. Older. Are you opening up to new fetishes or just new places? <laughs> maybe more places. Okay. Well, maybe a little fetish. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, it just depends. Somebody's starting to have a little bit of freedom <laughs> in their life, which is good, though, right? Mm. I mean, when you really stop to think about things, it's just like, who cares? Yeah. doesn't need to be that serious. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Yeah. It does not. Yeah. But anyway. What else is going on now? I don't know. Is there any, anything else in the gay really, I don't know if I have anything else going on in my life except for watching TV. <laughs> 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 That's really sad now, isn't it? <laughs> I'm like, home watching TV. Mm. I actually kind of like that, though, sometimes. 
Yeah. Well, but sometimes you do. You have to re- sort of recharge and relax. Yeah. yeah. You go out every night. It's like it gets expensive, first of all, and then it's like it gets a bit boring. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it becomes yeah, uh, the same thing over and over. Same people, depending yeah. on where you're at, you know. But I like going out. Like, this is the thing. Like, I. I like the idea of going out on weekdays mm-hmm. because I think weekdays, well, like Wednesday, Thursdays mm-hmm. are really fun, mm-hmm. but I can't do it now. I used to be able to do it and I did it all the time, mm-hmm. right. but I feel like there's a difference of just jumping up in the morning and going to work. And then also like, if you do it all the time, you're used to it. But if you stop and you want to start again, I feel like it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. But, but I like fun. it. Like last night, I went to uh, Mickey's and they had a drag show and saw that they had some like good queens there performing and it was just entertaining, you <laughs> yeah. know. And I, I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun, you know. I haven't done this in a while. I wanted uh, to go, but then they left at like eleven. I was like, girl, it is too late. <laughs> 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 it is um, past was, my bedtime. I was like, I got to work in the morning. <laughs> I cannot do it. It's just Monday night. I <laughs> know, <laughs> right? Well, but what's Hollywood? It's like one of the only places that I feel like you can go out on a Monday night and people are out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, there's usually a night for everything. Every, yeah. every night has something at some bar. Like, you yeah. know, it's always like something to do. There's always like, and granted it's maybe, maybe not like a ton of people out on Monday, but there are people out on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Like people will go out and go to a show, go have drinks and you go other places and it's dead, you know, in other cities. Very true. So, and we have to be, we're actually quite lucky because of the way we do so have this gay bird name, you know, neighborhood. Yeah. Which a lot of places don't, like, don't ever go to Boston. And there's like, it's so, it's so not Boston. Boston. <laughs> and I'm sorry if anybody's in Boston, but you, there's, you already know. So I'm not going to explain your own city. But um, <laughs> yeah, when you're here in WeHo, it's like, bar, the bar, restaurant, the restaurant, it's like, boom, 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 You're like, you already know you live in hell. I don't have to tell you. I like visiting Boston. I don't know if I can live in Boston, but, you know, I am from the Northeast, but I still, I don't think I can live in Boston. It's too much brick. Not a brick. brick. I've never been to Boston. Everything is made out of brick. (laughs) 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 That's interesting. Never been there. I can see that, though. Yeah. Boston seems very bricky. Bricky. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. We are ridiculous right now. (laughs) All right. Yeah, so let's get into you, Adam. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) right. That's not so bad. He's talking to the other Adam. He's talking to the other Adam. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be that, but you know, it's only radio, thank Uh, God. Right? Y'all are nasty. I'm over here just being innocent. And y'all <laughs> so, so what do you want to know? I want to know. Well, first of all, I don't even know. How did I meet you? I remember seeing you on the beach one. I remember seeing you around, but I remember talking to you at the beach one time during COVID. Okay. Because remember during COVID, that was the only thing that we were actually kind of oh doing. Yeah. I lived for Sundays. Yes. Oh, yeah. And there was like a whole <laughs> thing at the beach. Right. Yeah. That was like the only way we were being social yeah. is going to the gay area of the beach. Mm-hmm. And everybody was just like, oh, hi. Everybody was just so happy to see each yeah. other. And we were having fun. And I remember I talked to you one day. And I think that's how I started talking to you. I don't even know if you remember that. Um, I do but believe that may have been the time. Because it's it's so hard. Because you do see a lot of people, like you said. Yeah. You see them out. Yeah. But you may not have said anything mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but during that... COVID, I mean, God, I waited for the weekends because it was like, yeah. 
it was the only time it could actually just be normal. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, everybody came out. Like, all the DJs were coming out. Mm-hmm. It was it was a friggin' party. It yeah. was fun. And if you wanted to be, that was the safest place to be. It was right on the ocean. Yeah. Sun, the air, fresh air yeah. coming yeah. in. You could be any safer than, you know, that if you're going to have to go through this. Right. But, um, yeah. I think that's how I... We were talking because we were all in the same area. I think so. And then we just started being friendly after that. Yeah. And then I was just like, you need to come on our podcast. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> so we started yeah. following each other on Instagram. And right. then I was like, this right. is a very interesting person. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's more to him than meets the eye. So you said you're, you were originally from Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay. And, and when did you come to L.A.? Oh God! Um, I've been in Los Angeles for twelve years, but it, before that, it was San Francisco, San Francisco for seven and a half. Okay, and then Tucson for a year and a half, and then it was New York. So, um, I moved out of basically Pennsylvania. Well, Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, at age eleven, when the parents divorced, and then was up in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. It's an old coal mining town. Just wow. so you know, <laughs> great, <laughs> woohoo, excitement galore. Uh, but actually, it was a good place to go back, go to school, high school, and all that. It mm-hmm. really was. And uh, as soon as I jumped bail, I went to Philadelphia and lived near my father. Yeah. I went to Temple University for a while. Oh. Um, don't know I was there. I was taking all these art courses. And I didn't go to Temple Art, no. No, because I did not want to be a starving artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. the universe that the universe was funny about that because it was like, guess what? You're going back in the arts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, San Francisco. And what were you doing in San Francisco? Um, we moved there from Tucson and I was doing product design at the time. So came in, still getting a business up. I, um, started bartending because, you know, bartending is so easy to make money and then you can still do your other projects until they start making money, hopefully. Um, came very close to a deal with a manufacturer in Dallas, as a matter of fact, and then it kind of fell through, which is unfortunate. Um, making furniture and dog beds and things like that. Oh, and, wow. uh, yeah. And then, so I just decided to do fine art. Mm-hmm. And started putting on shows and then got represented at a gallery in San Francisco. That's awesome. Still bartending, because unless you're selling, selling your stuff for six figures, yeah. mm-hmm. you're not really making that much money. Mm-hmm. You know. But it was it was fun. It was a fun time. And, uh, you know, <laughs> bartending during the day, going, hanging out with my friends, coming back home to, because the guy had a partner of 13 years at that time. He was a great cook. He said, you know, you would be cooking. I've been holding my, because we had a pug. Of course, you know. Before the pug, I always thought I wanted a child. No, oh, please. And then I got a pug. Said, no, <laughs> never, ever, ever <laughs> right. will I have a child. Uh, there's plenty of people to do that. <laughs> yeah. So I was Seriously. like, no, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I was just, um, you know, we, we just have a wonderful dinner, and it was very, uh, like, home life mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I also started coming out sexually more then, because, you know, when I came out, you know, AIDS was hitting the front newsstands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that a, you know, if I literally if I would have come out a couple years earlier, I may not be sitting with you today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm a very sexual person. Mm-hmm. In case you haven't noticed, mm-hmm. <laughs> you. <laughs> well, know, but you right? were in New York too, and it hit hard in New York and Honey, San Francisco. I was like, I was in you know in the, in the area of Philadelphia, and you could see people that were sick, and then moved to New York. I was back and forth on all those areas. So yeah, I was in areas that people were yeah. You know, a lot of people are getting sick and dying. So uh-huh. yeah, it's yeah, it, it's it still blows my mind. It's just like we lost like a whole generation of people. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, yes. like it's just I don't know. It's just crazy when you stop to think about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little. Not, it's a, it's unfortunate. There were so many uh, beautiful people and, and talent lost. Yep, but um, 
you know, and we talked about the two. It's like, you know, what would the daddies been then if most of them, you know, it, it would have just played out and AIDS was never a thing. Yeah. So it would have been interesting to see that. And, you know, thank God people are into daddies now. Because right. I'm like, yay. <laughs> no, because we were, we were having that conversation about how, like, I was like, when I was like the age of some of these boys now, like I wasn't into that. Like, mm -hmm. like these boys are into like daddies and mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's hot, but like, I mean, it is, but you know what I mean? But also like, there's a difference between the way guys take care of themselves now and mm. you know, um, how we age mm -hmm. a little bit more, but then you made that point about like, but you know, AIDS epidemic hit and that kind of changed, you know, a it lot really of it too. Did. It might've happened earlier. And I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. That's true. Might've yeah. happened earlier. I mean, that was a huge, huge impact on the gay community. Yeah. Huge, just huge. Yeah. So, But we're all there for the, the daddy movement. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so interesting now, too, with, like, you know, of course, the, anyone who has HIV with the, the, the meds being undetectable, and then you have PrEP, and it's, right. like, it's, like, that idea of it's just, like, so in the past, which is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Just, like, yes. I mean, obviously, the HIV itself is not gone or has not been cured yet. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's so nice to, like, not particularly have to worry about mm -hmm. it right because there was sense. like a major like stress that mm -hmm. you had oh, and work yeah, yeah. I, I believe it will be uh there'll be a cure in our lifetime oh yeah i yeah. do I think so Aren't they're yeah. getting close they're right? getting very close all the advancements everything and yeah. all the trials are doing it's just like there's i feel like there's a lot of promise you yeah. know so um so you're still you still do art though now though right because i think i saw that on your your i haven't i really haven't done any as far as like visual art because yeah. I'm still you know I'm writing a script in that but the visual art I I did a commission piece several years ago that was the last one I did um, I sold quite a bit quite a few pieces through the gallery and whatnot but um, uh, I still have a lot in my garage too and you know some of my walls but um, I'm not doing it now because it's it I switched over when I started doing the adult work I was literally traveling all over the world and filming and doing all that so yeah. there was just no time for it. And that, the work I do, it takes a lot of time. It's, a, it's all pencil, very painterly, and they're large. I mean, the largest one was 50 inches by 32 or 30 inches. That's a lot of pencil. And they're like faces. They're not like, uh, you know, Picasso faces either. So it's yeah. like, it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, when I move and when I buy my new place, I'll commission you because I want a big picture of myself right before <laughs> <the balcony. laughs> Just so they know whose house they're right. at. There you go. I might be yes. laying on the couch or something. <laughs> <laughs> so to make sure everybody's clear when they um, walk into my place. Exactly. Who owns you know? this? <laughs> so, so you did art. So you said, and then you ventured into the adult world? Yes, yes. Uh, that was uh, in San Francisco at the time. And it was, it was strange, too, because... I was um, escorting, you know, taking lovely men and women by the hand and uh, chaperoning them to the movies. Uh, but what were you advertising on escorting, if you don't mind me asking back then? <laughs> it was rentmen. Oh, no, rentboy.com at the time. Rentboy.com. And it, and the reason being is because I was bartending at the time. I still had, was representing the gallery. And the economy took a, a hit. And so did my bar, not because of the economy, well, a little bit, because they did some really stupid shit, and so like we were losing money, and people were quitting jobs that I literally had had before. So I wasn't going to go work there mm -hmm. because they're like, you know, and I haven't been in those jobs in a while. So I'm like, what the hell to do? What the hell to do? And I've been asked to do porn when I was living in New York, 
Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm going to be a famous designer, blah, 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 blah. You're like, <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Looking about this, it's like, so it's like, just taking the cash and run. But, you know, um, you know, not at the, mi- at the mindset then. And uh, I was like, okay. And I, I kind of, because again, I'm in a 13-year relationship. I've got like friends and nobody's not doing that kind of shit. Um, and I'm like kidding with my friends and saying, hey, um, so, you know, if things don't improve, I may have to like, you know, escort. And they're like, mm. ah. and I'm like sort of gauging the room. To sort of <laughs> <do that. laughs> like, you know. You're like, oh, hi, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, just so kidding. <laughs> so then I told my, my partner, I said, listen, I really think I, you know, I should do this. And he was hemming on. He's like, fine, because, you know, the bills were piling up because they were just weren't making much money as, as much money. Mm-hmm. So. San Francisco is super expensive. Oh, and we lived outside. We lived in Pacifica. But we had a great three-bedroom house, single house, and we could oversee the ocean. And it was like 15 minutes into the center city, so it was a perfect place to live. But it was still, you know, so expensive, so expensive yeah. to live, you know? And I'm Papa does not have cheap taste. I really don't. Right. Mm-hmm. No. So <laughs> I was like, okay. So my first time I went out, which is so interesting, I had this client down in San Francisco in the center. He got away in. He me some wine we chit chat a little bit and then he gives me a massage front and back mm. and a little something something down if you know what i mean yeah. but um <laughs> and then he pays me and i was like oh okay yeah, that's it and as soon as i left <laughs> i left and then somebody else called me and you can remember i was not adam russo at the time i go to this place it wasn't too far from where i was i go in as this is black guy and he's like so excited to see me now again i'm not adam russo at this time but he was mm-hmm. so excited to see me yeah mm. um and he's like, he didn't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> Gives me 500 bucks. And I'm like, wow. So I just made $800 pretty much doing nothing. In fact, mm-hmm. the other guy felt like I should pay it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so that was it. And then I said, okay, if I'm going to do this and let's start doing porn. So I, this first studio I worked for was Titan Media. Mm-hmm. And it was just a fluke because somebody, one of their actors did not get on a plane. And they knew I was local. And they called me in. And oh. that's where her, all that shit started. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they always boom. Had, boom. Well, they always had hot men in their porn. So mm-hmm. yeah, I know. So how did you um, just? You said you wanted Adam Russo. How did you come up with the name? It, well, I, <laughs> I was Adam on. Uh, you remember Adam for Adam? Yes, <laughs> I do yes. remember that. I think that might still be. Around. That like works exists. for us, it right? Now. <laughs> 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 Adam for Adam for Adam. Yes. <laughs> we don't have a profile there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So if anybody is like using my pictures, report it. You're like, it's not me. But I used to have a platform in there. I call myself Adam because I didn't want people knowing my business. So I had like a you know no headshot kind of thing. Oh, you were one of those. I was one of those people. Yes, I know, I know, because. It just didn't want people knowing my business, even though I had an open relationship with my partner at the time. So, and I, I decided to last name, I don't know why, and I picked Reuben, which is very interesting because Adam is, of course, first man, but Reuben is one of the, the, the Israel tribes, oh. which I didn't know at the time, which mm-hmm. is really bizarre. But when I decided to do the porn, and now Reuben sounds a little Jewish, which yeah. is fine, but I'm not Jewish. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Italian, and I'm like, okay, so let's use an Italian name. Let's use something that, you know, I can actually say out loud in public. Right. And <laughs> that's important. And yeah. we know some of those people that had certain names. Yeah. I'm not going not to yeah, say yeah. anything. And then I was like, well, the Russo was also hearkening back to some other people that like Donnie Russo and other oh, people right. that were named Russo. So I thought that was just a good continuation. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that was, yeah. I think I remember some Russo mm-hmm. from back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have them on bookmarks. <laughs> 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 oh my God. That's really 
Interesting. So that seemed to work out for you. It worked out beautifully. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was it. It you know surprisingly because I listen. Let's put it this way. I don't have the biggest deck. I don't. I don't. I don't think I'm like certainly the most handsome or anything. So I don't know what it is. I I literally made Adam Russo happen. Mm. And sometimes I wonder how the frig I did it myself because I'm like <laughs> I don't know. And I'm like, I mean, I worked for these studios and people wanted to hire me and like people. And they loved what I was doing, and I'm like, okay, yeah, great, thank you. Oh, I mean, well, well clearly it worked for you, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you had like, a knack. Congrats, it was. Yeah, sometimes it's something like I have no clue how yeah. that happened. You know? <laughs> but you liked it. I mean, oh, you yeah. like what you're doing, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, part of it is liking what you're doing, I think. <laughs> I <mean>. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. You just got I hope so. It doesn't seem like that terrible, <laughs> <No>. you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm sure there's... It, yeah. it can be work, especially during studios. I always said my avocation, my vocation are now one and the same, <laughs> which works beautifully. But some, so a lot of the, you know, for studio work especially, and some clients, it was work. I yeah. mean, it's it's work, babe. It's work. Well, yeah. especially when you were escorting, because like some people, I would be like, I don't know. Like, mm. Mm, I mean, it's a one thing if it's somebody you're that's hot you're attracted right. to, you know. But if it's not, this I don't is know. you never see this person until they get to your door or you get to their door, one or the other. Oh, because that's not that's not the, that's not that's not a hookup. It's not like, oh, let me show you your pictures. Yeah. If you, if that's the case, you're gonna starve. <laughs> so go go get a job at Starbucks or wherever. Like you're right. gonna start doing it. Like you're gonna be poor. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Uh, well, I guess that's one way to look at. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just uh, you know, and I, the thing is, like the the, the clients. I've, I mean, I had a lot of great clients over the year, and a lot of repeat clients, and some. Really beautiful people, I have mm -hmm. to say. It really was beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure you could like, make good connections yeah. even in general. Oh, and like, I've got, honey, I've got stories too. Yeah. 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 Oh, I bet, I bet you had some downloads celebrities too. Mm. I didn't, the funny thing is, I didn't have as many celebrities as like one of my friends did who didn't really show his face. Because if I show up somewhere, people are most likely going to know who I am because mm -hmm. I've been doing right. all the porn. So, but with him, especially places like in LA, they can show up at a concert. They can show up anywhere, mm -hmm. and no one's going to question it. Yeah, makes yeah. Sense. especially makes people sense. on the DL, you know, because yeah. you're, you're going to get clocked. Like if somebody, yeah, yeah they're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but don't get me wrong. I had my fair share of judges and lawyers and all kinds of people in interesting places. But um, interesting, yeah. So how did you? You said you uh, went from San Francisco to LA. Like, what brought you to LA? And um, and what do you? I guess. What, what did you start doing here when you moved here? And then and uh, it was time for a change. It yeah. was just time. We had been up there for seven and a half years. Um, I decided not to bartend anymore. You know, and San Francisco is a great city, but it's also a very small city. Mm -hmm. And it was just time for a larger city. So, and my partner at the time, who I was still with, was an actor. He was acting in theater and he wanted to do movies and whatnot, which didn't quite happen. But we came down here for that. Me, I was already still doing the porn and doing what I was doing. So to me, it didn't really matter if I lived here or Timbuktu at mm -hmm. that point, as long as I can get from place to place. And um, <coughs> I started filming, but then I started working at the Eagle mm -hmm. when I first came down here, bartending. And then uh, Revolver shortly after when they first opened. Oh. So I was there for three hours. I was one of the newbies at the, the place first opened. Everything was spam. Oh, wow. Like new. Wow, That's Revolver? Like, yeah. yeah. 
Vancouver for three years. That's awesome. And then, uh, you know, my, my travel schedule was getting more and I was still holding on to like the Friday and I would release it. Yeah. And they're finally said, you know, you're going to, if you, <laughs> I think you're going to have to give this up. And I was like, I just bite the bullet. I said, yeah, because I was doing really well and I was having fun and was traveling and mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of work. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I, I took this as a business. Yeah. And I'm very business oriented. So when I was going through all of this, it was about business, baby. Mm -hmm. You know, that's oh, really, yeah, it yeah. should be. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> I mean, I know plenty yeah. of guys. Yeah. It's not yeah. really the issue. It's mm -hmm. more about the party times. And that's like uh, mm -hmm. where they wind up getting themselves in a lot of trouble yeah. eventually. Mm -hmm. And um, it's unfortunate because if you're smart about it, you can really make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, you know, I'd made a lot of money and I was never again, considered myself the most attractive or this or that where a lot of these boys could make a lot more money, mm -hmm. but they were also blowing a lot of money and they were just, you know, it yeah. was yeah. unfortunately a mess. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. So when you, when you, came to LA you were working for like specific studios or um, who was I working for I, uh, I, was, I started working for Icon Mail I was still working a bit for Titan I was working for Kink um, and there's a there's a wide variety of smaller s studios and I cannot remember in fact there's one with Dodger Wolf which is still very popular yeah. people love it and it's like one of my very <coughs> early early movies mm -hmm. and <laughs> <laughs> they love that. I always get like, Oh, we really love you and Dodger Wolf. I mean, that was like 11 years ago or something <laughs> like that. Thanks. But they love it. So I'm like, But I can't remember the name of the studio mm -hmm. to save my life. Mm -hmm. um, but there were several like smaller studios mm -hmm. that I had started working for. Um, you know, they're no longer around, you know, but um, mm -hmm. Icon Mail was a big one for me when I started getting to that because that really pushed me up. And the great thing about it was is that they were also doing the, the B roll, the acting, which is, you know, um, the whole thing was very different. It was a story based. Oh, beautiful locations. The funny thing is, you you do and I do because I really don't want to see it either. I'm like, like, are they uh, acting? I like get to the nasty. I'm yeah. get to the nasty. But there's a lot of people that really love it, and there's a lot of women that I have a lot of women fans, straight women fans that love really. It. Now, story like a straight woman, how can they pick up gay porn? Like, mm -hmm. they love they love seeing two men going at it. It's just it's so a, yeah. interesting. A and I'm like, I've always been grateful because they've been very supportive. And so I understand it. And there are, there are straight men that like it too. There are straight yeah. men that do, I mean, straight men, gay men. And maybe there are some straight men too. That <laughs> like, yes. like the storyline of it and enjoy it because um, it, a lot of people are lacking romance as mm -hmm. well. And sometimes they just, they want to see that as well. Yeah. They see I mean, that makes line. sense. Mm -hmm. so yeah, for sure. Yeah, makes sense. What, what kind of porn do you typically do? Or is there any, oh or do you, is it just I all over, you can just... Done everything. Okay. Now, when you're working, working with Icon, say, and Titan, you know, especially Titan, it, two different kinds of studio, studios. Like, Icon is very, you know, this sort of romantic, you know, Wuthering Heights kind of feel. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they take the camera, when we're ready for the sex, the sex is just really quick, and they, they follow us with the cameras, very much like Treasure Island does or Wall Fuck Club. And... Like Titan was every precision. It was like working for a regular studio where like, okay, fuck in this position for five minutes. Okay, and now switch. move over to here. Over <laughs> here. And then it was all condom and those were condom. And then you had like, when I finally decided to do bareback, switching over to that and like working for something like Rafa Club or whatnot or one of these other smaller ones, they basically just, it's almost like a just for fans, only fans, where you just had one camera guy mm -hmm. following you, you did it. And mm -hmm. that was it. So it, 
those particular shoots were much quicker. Mm-hmm. Like, boom, boom, boom. You got paid less, but it was quicker. You're in and out the door, mm-hmm. like, done. Was that a hard decision for you to switch over? It was, because at the time, prep was sort of something coming out. It was, like, moving on to that, and there was also a lot of weird backlash from other students. Yeah. You did condom. They didn't want you, blah, blah, blah. Of course, now that nobody gives a shit, but um, at the time, it was a big move into that, and I it was just the right timing because it all worked well because I was still working for these other studios. I was still working for Icon and doing Rough Fuck mm-hmm. Club and doing these, you know, like this mismatch. And so when I would travel, like if I was going to London, I say to London boys, I said, hey, you know, do you need, I'm here, you don't mm-hmm. pay for my trip. Yeah. So I'm making more money. They're, I'm using them as PR, all these studios as PR because now it's helping my escorting mm-hmm. brand because again, we didn't have OnlyFans just for fans at that time. Yeah. So it was just kind of fed on itself. I find that really interesting because even like our perception or how we judge things in general has changed because remember like back in the day, it was very, um, it was rare to see a video that was bareback, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, over time it's changed. And like now, if you watch porn and somebody has condoms, you're like, "Uh -uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh-uh, next. You know what I mean? It's so interesting of like how Mm -hmm. we have. The mindset changed. Right. I, I'm the same way. I'm like, with, you know, guy wants to fuck me. I'm like, with a condom, I'm like, and I used to do it okay for like, you know, clients, but now I'm like, sweetheart, that's just gonna make me, because it's just irritating. And I'm like, yeah. you have the issue. That's fine. I respect that, yeah. but it's not something I want up my Right. Well, and that's bum. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah. Either way, I mean, if some, there are some people that are just like, I only use condoms and okay, I respect that. But right. it's, it's just interesting how we have all changed, like, you know, in general. Yeah. And, even more so big cities because mm-hmm. I know some of the smaller cities are still not quite yeah. where or like other countries. You, you, do, you yeah. got yeah. small and you got some people that are not on prep. I mean, I do right. talk to some people and um, you know, I have some younger ones and I'm like, listen, I said, you're safe with me, but I said, you need to get yourself on something mm-hmm. because you can't trust all these people no. out mm-hmm. here. So you, really you can have to be careful. Mm-hmm. And you, at this day and age, there's no reason why you should be becoming HIV positive mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, especially there's if you're active, go get on something. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And do something. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, you, so you'll, you're pretty open to like any category of, Porn, like, are you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's okay. No, no, that's fine. As we group, I'm like, (laughs) yes. And that's what I was saying. Is like, those are two different kinds of studios. And what I was also going to that, I've done all kinds of things because, Mm -hmm. like, you're talking about kink.com. You know, I did one with an actual woman, dominatrix. So, and then the kink, you know, the flogging, all of that, you know, (laughs) tying up. Um, And then I've also done for one where I was doing water sports as well, Mm -hmm. like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So. All over the place. I've done uh, for. I worked for Hot House. I was a fisting top as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been fisted my own life, but I not was enough gonna. To be c- I'm films. about to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Well, you know what works for some. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's all over. I mean, I've done the dark room scenes. I've done like the orgy scenes. I've done like, the romantic stuff. So it's been all over yeah. the place. Yeah. All over the place. Um, do you go ahead. Sorry, I the, the I was gonna ask. Um, because I, I guess how many years now have you been doing porn? Over twelve. Over twelve. <laughs> so, do you feel like it's over the years become more extreme? 
and what is because <laughs> I that's how I I feel like porn has gotten really like yeah. graphic and intense yeah. and kinky. Yeah. And I feel and I just keep wondering like twenty years from now what's it gonna be. You know? <laughs> what are we gonna like, be people doing? are just like be sawing people in half and <laughs> Adam, <laughs> just kinda, I, just, I just don't understand. It gets so like brutal, you know, and like intense. I don't know what you've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I was exaggerating. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's an interesting question because that, that is that is truth to that. Right? Okay. I, well, I'm not crazy. I, I, I mean, you I are mean, a, little a little bit crazy. It's kind of interesting because when it, during this, you know, the 70s, going leading up to the 80s, you had a lot of people doing fisting and all these, you know, BDMs and leather and and S and M thing. And that was happening. That was becoming a thing. And mm. even uh, porn was being shown on like the main movie yeah. theaters, like the back was the Green that. Door or something. The Green yeah. Door, like this was this was uh, happening. And then of course the age, you know, the AIDS crisis yeah. happened. So it kind of changed all that. Mm -hmm. So people were exploring more. So people were like in you know there were, were sports. There. I can show you a sports video at that time. You're like, mm -hmm. So all this was happening, and then that cut it out. It became like everything was sterile and clean and blah blah, and everyone was shaved to an inch of their life. Mm -hmm. And so it was a complete like <laughs> boom opposite because of this. It was true. It's true. If you look no at hair. it, it's like you can see like the timeline. And um, then we finally got certain more getting more into the hair during the nineties, and it was sort of progression in back into it. Mm -hmm. And then you already had so many people that are HIV positive, and they decided that well, you know what, we're filming bareback. Well, f you, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. And when that happened, when like Treasure Island came on, it was like, oh my god, because it was so taboo. Like, oh, you know? uh, yeah. And so you do have more of these taboos open because sex has become more experimental. But this is just people living out their normal lives. Mm -hmm. really. it's, true. it's just that we're we've been held together. So will that develop into like more <laughs> radicalism or <laughs> something? I don't really know. I yeah. don't think it's going to go much further yeah. than what it is. Yeah, because like, I what mean, more can we do? I mean, that's what I'm saying. But I just I, that's what I would think. I don't mean we, but I don't me. know. I'm just <laughs> I'm you just personally. <laughs> <laughs> What more can you all do? <laughs> no, I it, it's it's very interesting to see the progression and mm -hmm. also like from how we've gone. We were talking earlier too how we've gone from like, you know, bookstores to like sneaking into the back rooms mm -hmm. of the bookstores to see the videos <laughs> and renting videos. Like movie theaters. Right. Yeah. Um that's really I mean, cool. I, I, didn't, fans, I just wasn't fans. a part of that, but <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse me. You, you so sorry. Give me some fun. I, I, mean, I know, I know. Theaters, like at theaters, you're going in there, you know, you're watching the dirty movies on the screen, yeah. and everything's like really. Well, it's disgusting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> in the time that you were there, you're, it's kind of like, like hot. You know, yeah. it's like it smells kind of like a locker room and sperm mm -hmm. all over the place. But it's, it's <laughs> but you still you're because you're so horny and you're just like fuck this is hot. Yeah, and yeah. some guys like blowing somebody in the seat next to you. And mm -hmm. It's like it it was exciting. Mm -hmm. it was it's exciting. like cruising. Like we don't. I feel like there's cruising isn't like we were. We've talked before. Like we never really did the whole cruising in the park and right. all that stuff but I, but it was more of a necessity you had to do back in the day now yeah. you just go online and you go on you mm -hmm. know whatever app and yeah. that's the form of cruising that people yeah. do now yeah. you know yeah. so it's 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 i mean the end result's the same really but yeah, yeah. but you know like if you and especially in the 70s the bathhouses were very right big big i mean people would literally after the job Go home and change and whatnot, and then right to the bathhouses, mm -hmm. and they would spend the weekend. They were that was it, but there was also entertainment. There was it was like that's what people were doing. I mean, that bars. seems kind of fun though. 
it it, <laughs> it was a whole it was a whole culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you're thinking about it now. People are not necessarily going to the bar you know, the bars now to hook up. They're going for friends and whatnot. But all that's still happening behind the scenes. So all in these apps, yeah, people are all getting together. The friends are getting together. They're, trust me, they're having orgies at home and everything else. Mm-hmm. Like it's no. not it's not stopping anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just that it's at somebody's house yeah. as opposed to like you know at a different venue. Yeah, it's an easier way to organize the event. Yeah. I mean, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's true. No, it's been. And you true. know who she was showing up, but there's also still sex parties, sex dance parties now too, which are happening. I would not know anything about those. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when you all go let me know how they are <laughs> um i had a question about it though when you um decided to go into adult entertainment did mm-hmm. you tell your family and how did they react <laughs> no i did not um actually no i did tell my sister when i, d- when I decided to do it and you know my sister's a lesbian and she was close oh, she was like i know, love that yeah um, I didn't, I didn't know if I told my brother or not, but my brother's not speaking to me now. And I don't think it's because of the porn. I don't know, but oh. I, we're not even going to get into That's that. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But my mom, it's funny because I never told my mom because I'm like, Hey, you know, what was I say? Hey mom, guess what? I'm doing porn. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> here's my video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like really, Thanksgiving I mean, dinner. Right. You know? <laughs> so I just like, As you're basting the turkey, by right. the way. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> Past the mashed potatoes. As we're stuffing this turkey (laughs) with my fist up it. This reminds me of the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, truly. But I was like, okay, I'm not going to lie to her if she asks me. If anybody asks me, I'm going to just tell them the truth. But, and she initially did after many, many years of doing porn. How do you think she knew? (laughs) Somebody probably that she knows gay and whatnot. It was probably somebody at church. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like it was somebody at church. My stepfather turned on a porn channel and I was maybe in an advertisement. God only knows. Because I mean, there's plenty of those that had popped up too. Mm. So I'm like, she's like, so do you doing adult work? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, Oh, okay. And okay. that was it. That was like the extent of it. All right. That's cool, bud. <laughs> What's she going to do? Like, oh, yeah. the, the inheritance? Like, right. what? Yeah. <laughs> what well, inheritance? At some point you're an, right. It's like at some point you're an adult. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like you're an adult. What, yeah. what can she do? It's like, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're making a living. <laughs> right. You're, you know, you're doing it's right. fine. It's right. fine. I'm it's like, like, you could be doing I'm worse doing things. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I'm, I, the thing is, like, when people watch what I'm doing, they're usually very happy and elated with themselves or like having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many other, you know, professions can you say that? There, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> there aren't that exactly that many. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, the reality is there is just it's a huge percentage of people that actually watch porn. Oh yeah. It's yeah. just a huge percentage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like it's a service that somebody somebody's listen, look. Yeah, that's the only reason exactly. why I go on Twitter. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep you scrolling and scrolling. Okay. <laughs> True. It's worse than grinder. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. I but yeah. I, actually, speaking of, we, we kind of, well, not Twitter necessarily, but we were talking about OnlyFans and Just for Fans. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious on mm. your take of that because I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you <sighs> yeah, you watch this whole thing change. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The uh, OnlyFans, of course, opened up first. So they were the first ones to make their mark and then Just for Fans, which is completely gay owned. Um, just for Fans is? Yeah. Oh, OnlyFans is not. It is straight owned, and it's it's uh, yeah, by a guy uh, in the UK. Uh, the other Just Fans is here in the US, and then of course you know the Rafa Club did their own. There's other places uh, for my fans and whatnot, but those were the two major ones. And so OnlyFans started. They got the 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 
you know, the foot in. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that everyone kind of knew OnlyFans immediately. I could never get my OnlyFans to work with my Twitter, so it took me a little while, so I opened up the Just for Fans first and eventually got the OnlyFans. And it was great. It did very well. Mm -hmm. Both coming <laughs> same videos and whatnot, but people are on different platforms. And then they started to want to change things. It was weird because they wanted to get rid of the porn. Now, from what I understand, now this is from hearsay because I, can't, I don't have any documented evidence of this, but that they wanted to sell the company to a New York firm, sort mm -hmm. of like use it as another Twitter yeah. or something of that sort, which is a little weird because Twitter already exists. I'm just saying, but anyway. <laughs> and they made all their money, all of their money. Off of porn. Through porn. Mm -hmm. I'd never understood that. Mm -hmm. See, because remember, they were going to close it down in October. They right. were going to shut all the porn down. That happened like a day. They had such backlash. That's yep. why they decided to change it. I remember that. So what they decided to do was keep it open because they're going to scare their investors off. Now, again, this is hearsay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So don't come with me. So, you know, this is hearsay. Um, that, uh, you know, they decided to change what we could put up and post. So they changed all of their user agreements again, mm -hmm. making it more difficult. Mm. Um. And I told them, I said, so they weren't allowing this and this and that and that. And they was like, well, because it's the UK, the UK government doesn't uh, doesn't like that. I said, you know, <laughs> because I'm a businessman. <laughs> I said, um, okay, and you know how corporations will be anywhere. They'll have, you know, shift their corporations wherever they need to around the world to avoid taxes and other such yes. things. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I said to them, I said, if that was really the problem, then why don't you go to Amsterdam where they don't give a fuck? Yeah, and that was like you know no no answer there because like crickets. All you had to do was set up in a company the the company up in you know Amsterdam have the servers there like Rentman does now, uh. and th there would have been no problem. But see, yeah. that wasn't the issue. Right, it was because they were trying to sell it. It wasn't the issue. Yeah, so yeah, so I was like, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous, and I got, <laughs> I kept because bottle poppers were out, like nobody was using them; they were just sitting on the the, the floor. Or like if a guy's hole was gaping too much, apparently that was not acceptable. Seriously, I am serious. I am honest to God serious because my my stuff is like not that. It's not like I, it, extreme, but some of the stuff I've done in some of the other studios, mm -hmm. it's just us having a good time, fucking mm -hmm. and sucking. It's yeah. really about it. But everybody's doing, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. It's like kind of it's kind of crazy. So a lot of other people were having problems, and then they were like, you know, I always had model releases, and they were like, and they kept changing that too, is making it more difficult for the people. That's what I had heard. The yeah. model releases well, were a thing. First of all, they were, they were also saying, oh, it's the underage, you know, that and sex trafficking, and I was like, okay, even if that's true, it would be a very very small minority, and I imagine you could probably weed out those people. And first of all, if you're mm -hmm. selling underage children mm -hmm. porn on OnlyFans. Don't you think somebody would know and that you would immediately get caught? Because yeah. all of that's associated with your bank account. So I'm not quite buying that. Mm -hmm. Because what idiot in the right mind mm -hmm. <laughs> would just do that? <laughs> yeah. Right, because you're just Seriously. calling, you're just asking you're for just yourself saying, to Here I am. Yeah. Arrest me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. So I'm not quite buying that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always found that interesting because I've never quite understood how. Like only fans are just for fans work. Like I've never known like the the inner weavings of that. And like I I know that some people I've had some other friends that do it and they've made a good amount of money off of it. I mm -hmm. hear it's a lot of work. Yeah. You know, you always have to put content up to keep, you know, people satisfied. But um I hear it can be very profitable. 
It, it can. It really can. I mean, it's all documented. It's all like we have to pay taxes on the work. Of course, it's not like yeah. we're stashing the money. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you have to, so, it, yeah. you know, we, we, we pay like taxes like everybody else has on this stuff. Um, but it can be very profitable. And, you know, you are your own PR person. So whatever it is that you particularly have to offer. And this is a good thing. I mean, okay, certain boys and girls have certain looks, you know, certain size right. of things. If they're fisting, doing this, that, do, 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 do. So everyone has whatever they're bringing to the table. And everything has a market, mm -hmm. you know. The big bear daddy to the the overweight guy to like the over right. femme uh, boy everything mm -hmm. in between all trans it's like everything has a market it's true so <coughs> it just opened all that up because studios would only do a small <coughs> portion of the little things and like now you have everything and anything that yeah people want to watch mm -hmm. I wish I had gotten on in the beginning where like people who just like wear speedos. <laughs> people like send them speedos and underwear. Yeah. Well, people make a lot of money yeah. off of that, but now you, I mean, now everybody does it, so it's like no big deal. But like, mm -hmm. there's there's you gotta some, find a niche. There's still, some boys that, that will do it. There's you know again in some of the straight boys that will only show so much, right. and it works for their for their client base. Yeah, you know, it does. It, it works for them, and you know, really considering you you are putting time and effort into this, um. But it's it's a good it's a good outcome. But the only thing is though too, as soon as your videos go out, a lot of them I would find on like you know pirated sites. Oh my god! Like oh. seriously, there are. Yeah, I always wonder how people feel about that because there's certain sites that um, you go on mm. and you see videos that you know come from other blatantly right. from other sites, and they just like blur it out, and you're just kind of like. I mean, and, and I, I get that after a while, that's just almost an impossible fight, right? you know, but it kind of sucks because, you know, you're not making money off of your content. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it does. But it's, it's just, but it's almost impossible to try to yeah. keep up with it. It's mm -hmm. like, you can't, it's ridiculous. And it's unfortunate because I work to do this. Like I, I'm not over there stealing whatever you're making that widget over there. Right. So why are you <laughs> taking my shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I'm going to pay you for your widget, but you're not, you're going to distribute mine freely. Yep. Like mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, come yeah. on people. That's just not cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and don't get me wrong. I do like watching, you know, the smaller segments of porn because a lot of people post stuff for free on right. certain channels. Mm -hmm. And I'm also like extreme sex and things like that and more fetishy stuff. So it's fine. But I'm also paid for other channels to watch channels mm -hmm. just like everyone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, figure that out. But when I'm seeing a whole friggin' video of mine out, like I do want to in trailers. Like, aren't those enough? You mm -hmm. can watch several of them right? like <laughs> run after each other. So like, I'm yeah, like, put the whole 30 uh, minutes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, whole, the, whole th the whole thing up. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so. not right. I did want to ask, um, like, how is being in the porn industry, to, like, does it impact your social or dating life? <laughs> um, or or in, are you in a relationship right now? I am not. Okay. I am not in a relationship. I, um, I'm just dating. I'm just waiting for the right person. I, mm -hmm. The funny thing is the, the, the couple of people that I could have actually um, really been involved with right now, but they're not here in Los Angeles and I don't do long distance. <sighs> so um, that is that such a likely story. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Adam knows it's about that. It's, it's, it's <laughs> unfortunate, but I'm, I'm not willing to do the long distance thing. And uh, so, you know, we spend the time we have with each other and that's fine. But there are boys that I'm here that I'm dating. And the funny thing is the ones I'm usually after... Are, are just broken up and that's a big ass no no and mm -hmm. or they're in a relationship and that's a big ass no no so i'm mm -hmm. like mm. 
So I'm like, I'm dating. I'm just sort of like seeing where it goes. Um, I know the the right person will come along, but I don't need a boyfriend to have a boyfriend either. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't no, need you that. Do. Amen really to that. Yeah, absolutely. Some people Seriously. do. Some people like need it. Like they yeah. need a boyfriend. Yeah. I'm like, mm. There are some people who always need to be in a relationship. <laughs> yes, I can feel, think of a few people yeah. that are codependent. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. There are some people that always need to be yeah. in it. Um, <clears throat> but you... Uh, listen, I can talk to you about this for hours and hours and hours because yeah. I just think it's very interesting. But I do want to touch really quick that you do like readings. Mm-hmm. Like, Tired how did baby. Uh, when did you start doing that? Oh boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just want to make well, sure we touch on this because there's I think a little it's bit so of a backstory with this because I just didn't wake up one morning and said, I'm going to do tarot. Now, I w- I've been getting tarot readings for a long time through friends and whatnot, but it was literally my first the first breakup with one of my exes that kind of spurred dark night of the soul. And, uh, it was like a living zombie. It was a mess. And, um, I started, yeah, going to my reader who I got reading twice a year, like maybe around the new year's and my birthday, about close to six months apart. And he, he was my, basically my therapist. Mm-hmm. And I started listening to other readers because it was basically the, the whole tarot is about bringing up your energy level to, to really love yourself and to be centered and to be standing in your power. So I was listening to them and he basically helped me through so much. I would say about 97% of what he said came true. Things that I was like, oh, he's never going to do that happened. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, whoa. Now, of course, the thing is like when you're dealing with tarot is that yes, the spirit I- universe is giving you uh, kind of a, a, a Polaroid of what's happening at this energy right now. Everyone has free will. So you can exercise your free will. So that doesn't, you know, right now, this is the possibility of what could happen. Right. But that free will <coughs> could change. You could change your mind. That other person could change your mind. Something, event could happen in the world that could change the direction of things. So it's not like written in stone. Mm-hmm. It helps give a direction. And the good thing about this is I always help, like, help people to have their own discernment, to be standing in their power, to release negative energies that they've been carrying, to forgive to let go, to really sort of center themselves and to enjoy their own time themselves. This is really, really important because we're in ascension right now, which is happening. A lot of people are waking up this year, more politically and things, Mm -hmm. but also spiritually. So a lot of people are kind of asking a lot of questions. So that kind of drove me that when I started watching other uh, readers, it started to give me the knowledge of how the cards were whatnot. I got my own deck. The, my ex and I got back together again. <laughs> That's another story too. Now I'm looking at back. It was like, mm-hmm. but anyway, <laughs> and I because I wasn't healed yet either. Mm-hmm. I wasn't completely healed yet. Got back together, um, and I was starting to get closer and closer and do anything like I had like meditation, like a lot of weird and interesting things happened during this course of time. But um, and then my spirit guides were like, okay, you now going to do a YouTube channel? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I started a YouTube channel. And um, started reading like weeklies and monthlies and started reading, you know, some some people here and there. And then I moved it to Instagram. And that really gained a lot more followers as far as like the tarot reading because it's just a better audience yeah. for it. And uh, I've got, you know, more clients and whatnot all around the world, which I you know, love helping. I love to see the energy change and really can help. But there's some very dark readings like this isn't this isn't okay oh you're gonna get married you're gonna have three you know 2.5 children kind of thing this is not what this is you know people are always like if they think it's a parlor trick it's not a parlor trick because it'll dive in deep to your darkest recesses yeah. of your mind and spirit what's going on and i'm like so and it, it the cards put all of it sh- all the shit on right there in front of me mm-hmm. and i'm just like i always have the caveat with my friends i'm going to read you i'm like 
you understand whatever comes out of these cards, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to tell you. I said, because if I don't, I'm giving a disservice to you and to the universe of which I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. This is signaling. So just understand that. Mm-hmm. And you may not hear the things that you, that you want to hear. hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going to have to think real hard before mm-hmm. I come to a reading from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wish it was unicorns and rainbows. And sometimes the readings are. They're very light. And like yeah. People are going in good directions. Most of the time, it's just sort of figuring out something and, and avoiding a disaster or, you know, raising their vibration. And some, you know, if I had um, a friend, an acquaintance that was needed to raise his vibration and now he's in so much a better spot because I was like, okay, but this is the reason why you're not yeah. healing right now. And so when he kind of knew that and like really focused on it, he was able to change it. And I also give people the tools to get through those things. To I just don't say, oh, well, here you go. I just give them <laughs> good luck. Have a good day. They're like crying and bawling. Yeah. 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 Close the door anyway. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I, I don't. I don't. I don't do that. I'm trying to like help you in your to help yourself. You know, <laughs> you're so wrong. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, 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 no, sorry. it's it's true because like some of these some of these readings are really like they're very emotional. Yeah. They are very very oh emotional. And you know you don't want to leave a person in that way. And yeah. you know I have people that are going to therapy, therapists and whatnot, and been, and that is fantastic. And I I, I think that's <laughs> definitely a thing. <laughs> sorry, I, I can't. You're just you're just like you're just picturing the whole thing. Right? I am. It's so bad, but I can't I stop laughing at it. And I think because he's laughing. Um, uh, no, I'm um, sorry. I was laughing at inappropriate <laughs> things. You're good. You're it's good. like if it's inappropriate, I'm laughing. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Apologies in advance, people. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's no. It's a, it's a lot of energy. But I'm always like, you know, if you're seeing a therapist, that's fantastic. But the only one that's going to heal yourself is you. Because mm-hmm. unlike going to a doctor, say, for a broken leg or, you know, again, if there's something you know, chemically unbalanced or something, a psychiatrist may have to see that and say, okay, we need to fix this in the in the physical world, your body yeah. being physically fixed. But most of this stuff is in the spirituality. It's like who you are energetically. And that only you can fix. Mm-hmm. I think that's no really one else that can do it mm-hmm. but you. Yeah. It's we interesting. Can give you tools. We can help you along the way. You can help other people help to to communicate because you need to be able to do that. But only you can make those yeah. differences mm-hmm. in your yourself, and Absolutely. that's that's really hard. It's easy to say, yeah, but yeah. it's it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But if it you're equipping people with the tools when mm-hmm. you give them the reading, that's really what's important. Yeah, like, and like you said, this is just it's a a snapshot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to go that way. You yeah. you have the tools to change things. That's well, I feel like a lot of people just don't. Even if you tell them these things, they just still don't want to face their own Trust me stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that happens too. Yes. So yes. It's too hard. Yeah. I think that's interesting. I watch some of your readings on, on the oh gram. Okay. On the, on I the do. Grams. I've watched on the gram. On the gram. That's what the kids say. The <laughs> <laughs> he always says that. I'm like, what kids? <laughs> We're never around any kids. <laughs> I like the Insta. The, the kids Insta. say the gram. You got to be in the end. <laughs> That's what I've been missing. Like me. (laughs) You have to be on ground level with the kids. They say the ground. They say the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a good lady. It sounds like a drug reference, though. The ground. Yeah. Right. The ground. Right. Leave it to the gays. We call it the ground. The ground. Oh, my God. I think that you are a very interesting person. In a good way. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. you you said you read or watched some of the readings. What yeah. did you think of them? Or like I really, I want to do one. 
Okay. I do. I want to do one because I'm very curious about it. Mm-hmm. And, you I know, just, for, for me, it's more of like how people, um, <clears throat> how they intake it. That's more of my, mm-hmm. like, what I'm interested in. It's like the people, you could tell the people who are really like, okay, I really get this. Mm-hmm. I need to do something about it. And then there's some of the people that are just completely lost. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, yeah, you're definitely going to have that. I yeah. mean, absolutely. And don't forget, forget, like these collective readings are not for everybody. Right. This is, if you resonate with it, and some some of the stuff you may resonate with it and others you may not, it's not a personal reading. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's got to be understood when you are watching all of these collective readings. There's a lot of YouTube readers online. Yeah. Um, but whatever sort of gravitates to you. And I've, I, I've watched some readers that I would like was into and they were telling my story or, and then they would kind of phase out and there'd be like another reader would come in because that is a different collective here. This is a different collective there. Yeah. We're all, it's all like different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of the same people are experiencing different things, but different ways. So if you're experiencing one with your lover, if with you, it may be your friend or your boss, you know, but it's kind of the same tale. <coughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's really kind of interesting how it all kind of works. And I'm also, you know, each reader has their own sort of set of collective they're dealing with. And I also had to go through a lot of things in my own personal life to understand and help my clients. Mm -hmm. But you deliver yours in a, in a really kind of, um, in a very positive way. Like your delivery is very, it's not like ominous. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not like, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know how to explain it, but like, there's something very light and refreshing about the way you do it. I mean, I, I try to be, you know, positive about it. It's, it's, it's sometimes difficult because some of the energies are there that we've been dealing with that are so dark, envious, jealousy, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm always like, listen, if this is you, you can change this. There's redemption. There is, you can change this. You get out, get out of this. So, you know, it, it is making the, the conscious effort to do so. But that's what I mean about your delivery. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not like, now look, girl. I'm going to die. Right? <laughs> Molly, you in danger, girl. <laughs> like, you know. Watch before you cross the street. Um, uh, there's, there's, there's some leaders I listen to, and they uh, curse out the wazoo. And they're usually black women. Who I love. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I love them to that. And they're like, this motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, you go <laughs> all right <laughs> i mean you remember miss cleo from back in the day <laughs> no i only bring that up because i read online the other day that netflix is actually doing a series about like a thing about her life which oh, wow. i love because she had no nothing and she wasn't even right. jamaican and she had that accent <laughs> so that's gonna be very interesting mm-hmm. which yeah. is interesting because at that time it's like you know if you're going back and you're looking at a lot of the, the people that read the, the the horoscopes and things like that, yeah. the tarot, they're always very sh- they're very showmanship. Yeah, like she was. Yeah, she was and real. We don't need to be that. No, everything, which is kind of interesting. There are there are a few readers like that, but most of the readers are just they're just yeah. there and they're just giving you this information. Um, you know, the, uh, so I guess it's not a showman, but it's also now it's becoming I think more accepted because, you know, especially yeah. if you're growing up a Christian or something, mm-hmm. oh, the tarot is the network of the devil. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. No, if you are dealing with somebody, one of a reader who is also low vibrational, who's not healed themselves, yeah, they could be channeling some entities you don't want. Yeah. But if someone, if this reader has done their own work, they are literally channeling the universal 
mm-hmm. energies, the higher energies. So you have to have again discernment there. I mean, yeah. if it's like mm-hmm. you know this very silly ominous like <laughs> right. come, here, come into my lair, right. <laughs> <laughs> crystal ball, like a wizard <laughs> hat on. <laughs> you may want to be suspect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really long beard. Yeah. They're like twirling in their hand. It's uh, a little suspect uh, that. It's just a little suspect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> but then I'd be like kind of interested and be like, okay. I know. I'm like, so okay, what you gotta yeah. say? Yeah. Yeah. No, no um, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I, so I, I've like I've never really been super spiritual mm-hmm. um, or or religious to that matter. I feel like some people kind of lean either way depending mm-hmm. on their views and beliefs. But um, I, I have been like meditating more, which I feel mm-hmm. like kind of is it's not necessarily. I, it depends on what meditation you do, but like for me, it's just to like center myself. Mm-hmm. And so I, but I've, I've thought about doing like tarot, like card readings and, and stuff like that. It's just, I do have a hard time mentally, like understanding like how that is like what that means about me because it's like cards, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's a, it's a hard right. concept for me. Okay. No, yeah. and that's, that's certainly understandable. I mean, I, I, I totally understand. That. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting how the cards um, will bring up information uh, right for it, and it, it and, and I think a lot of people who I love because I do have a lot of t- first time readers, mm-hmm. you know, people listening, and they're like, "Well, this is my first time getting a private reading." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay," and they're always kind of like wondering what's going to happen, like if mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull a rabbit out of somebody's hat. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, <laughs> um, but it's like it, you know, it, this is what it is. And when I first started. Until now, because you develop your skills, you develop your intuition, and you know, the whole thing really cards. And now it's like when I put these cards down, I really have a sort of a sense of things. And I have to be honest because if I'm seeing the person I'm reading for and they're like, they're kings or uh, kings or queens, which are usually the people, or in reverse, there's a problem there because these cards should be in the upright. So there's something going on that's not not really healthy at this point Mm -hmm. or it means somebody is no longer giving their love or whatever to somebody else so again that's how the cards fall Mm -hmm. out there are like celtic crosses and things are like really old traditional way of doing it i don't do that have my own setup but still there's a present row there's a you know past and the the future ethereal role mm-hmm. and then how they also fall out catty corner and everything mm-hmm. else to them so but it is relying on the <coughs> intuition and the cards but the cards there they have a certain amount of meanings and that's it mm-hmm. but also when they're paired with other cards it defines those meanings mm-hmm. so I- it is part of that i mean yes you can take a pack of cards right now and mm-hmm. if you know the basic meanings of them you can say well judgment card you mm-hmm. know uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> reconciliation right. opening mm-hmm. but that's maybe about where you get until you start understanding mm-hmm. the cards more. Yeah. And as opposed to like someone just reading crystals and whatnot, um, which can be done if you, you, know, you understand this person is legit, et cetera, um, can be done. But with the cards, there is an actual thing in front of you. Mm-hmm. And we know that this, is, this means so many things. Mm-hmm. So you have a little bit better understanding yourself seeing those cards. So I think for... For people who do haven't been really read or don't quite understand it all, it's better for them to have something actually in front of them. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine who I didn't think was going well do a reading for, and he was going through a tough time. And I basically sat down and I said, "But," and I really literally gave him the reading verbal, without him picking any cards. And then he says, "Oh, so can we see what the card said?" And I was just like. <laughs> I just gave mm-hmm. you the entire right. I said, but okay, let me just pull the cards out. And the cards were the same exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just needed a visual. Yeah. He needed the visual with it. So I was like, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, yeah. I was like, I don't know. Pick the next card. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like that card. <laughs> and, well, well, the funny thing is, I had two. He's like, are you sure about that? He's like, so we had the cards right They're right here. This is what they're telling me. Like, I, you know, it, call the universe and argue there. Like, I like right. what else to tell you. <laughs> like, okay, give me the number. <laughs> I need to talk to customer yeah. service. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, I know. We're like, hello. hello. They have me on, I'm waiting still. Right. 20, yeah. 25 right. minutes. I you need to this? talk to the manager. <laughs> um, hey. Well, I don't know. that. I also think, too, that like when you start reading somebody and then they start to realize that they're actually relating to what you're saying in their life. Yeah. And that then people start believing. Yeah. Well, most people just really need clarity. They already have, if they would just listen to their intuition more, they already know the answers. What they're usually seeking is some kind of clarity on it. Saying True. this is, yes, this is what we say. And they're like, Oh, thank God. Okay. So because people start overthinking things. Mm. Well, it's like sometimes too, when you, in their mind. you're kind of like, you don't know what you're going to do about this and you go talk to your friend, but you already kind of had that decision and you just exactly. need somebody to validate exactly. what you're feeling. Exactly. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? So it's kind of, it's very similar to that. But the only thing with the cars though, it can show you what the other person's <laughs> thinking. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It can show you someone's true intent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which your friend is probably not gonna be able to do. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that, well, look at that. <laughs> See, so, yeah. you, do, you, do, you do. You really are a renaissance man. <laughs> Just like I said. <laughs> really cool. Um, well, do we have any other questions? I could. Should we yeah, we go can into go into our to last segment. Yeah. Okay. It's time. Ready? Yes. Ma'am, what, what do, do you, you think? think? That's my one little sound effect that I should be doing more, but you know, <laughs> you just get so caught up. Okay, so in this segment, where I'm going to ask you a random question, and you're just going to tell us what you think, and then we'll tell you what we think as okay. well. So, I just thought this was funny. Um, ma'am, what do you think about um, <laughs> a new sex position and getting hurt and hurting yourself in the process? What I think about that and hurting yourself. Like oh adding a new sex position and being hurt in the process. Like what kind of position are you doing where you're getting hurt? Um, there is one I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if I'm fucking a boy doggy style and sometimes like he's on the bed and his like head is down on the mattress, I kind of sometimes depend now again, this depends on the this size depends. of the other boy and mm. my flexibility, which <laughs> could have been I could pull something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is taking my my foot and putting it right on top of his head as I'm fucking him. Did you hurt yourself in that? I could. Position? I could pull a muscle and if I'm you know, yeah, you can pull a muscle sometimes. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I need to add new positions in my repertoire. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I don't know, Adam, do you do any positions where you could hurt yourself? Um, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't call them like new sex positions, but I've definitely like <laughs> been in certain positions where like it, it's maybe not felt so great. Like afterwards, <laughs> you know, and I've gotten rug so. burn before. So that's like a rug burn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got my on the floor and you know, my knees yeah. the next day just looked a little I'm really boring compared to the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah the knee has got to protect the knees. Yeah, I got to protect the knees. <laughs> like, hold on, let me put my knee pads on if we're going to do this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold on real quick. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm lucky. I have like two um, sheep sheepskins on each other side of the bed, and they're mm. the real long-haired ones. Mm -hmm. oh. so they're really comfy. Oh, yeah, that's Look perfect. Look at you. Oh, you. Now when you come over, you're going <laughs> to see all these new rugs in my place. <laughs> He's like, wait, let me bring the shit. Oh and they're comfortable to fuck on. I mean, you know, they're soft. And so, yeah. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sheepskin over here. Sheepskin right. over there. Like be all, all over the, the kitchen, place. Yeah. On the couch. On the balcony. <laughs> oh, now I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> That was like a good gift. Right. Now mm. everybody for Christmas is getting a sheepskin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Dude. hilarious. Well, well, I need to step my game up, apparently. Yeah, so you you haven't hurt yourself? or no, not really. No. New, yeah, you need to. Oh, I think I'm. Step step your pussy out. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do it. Have you, have you ever heard of someone bra um, breaking their dick, almost breaking their dick fucking? No. Yeah. You know, like some guys like to really pound a hole mm -hmm. and they're like going in and out and sometimes and Ooh. they miss the other hole. Oh. I had, yeah, I had a friend that almost broke his dick. Like he had to go to the hospital kind of thing. Like oh. it was damaged. Well, what there. do you say when you, well, I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He pulled out and it just missed. And oh that my was God. It. <laughs> that is I not like oh, faint a little bit, so right? Now. Yeah, that's uh, even yeah. worse than the guy at the Olympics whose like dick froze and he was like thawing it out. It was like one of those. I didn't know that. Yes, it was one of the in the Olympics. Yes, and he oh, was like, how did it free? What did it? Because he was doing like the cross country skiing or something, uh, and it was like below oh, no. zero. Yes, and it, it was just uh, the other day they posted. I it would on rather lose a finger than yes. my dick. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. he had to thaw it out, and he said it happened to him before. Oh my god! Well, why don't they well, bundle it, it up more? Put some more. You know, I don't know. How far is it sticking out? Now I'm curious. I, I don't know. But it, they said they saw him. Like they had to give him like some heat and things to like um, thaw it out. Honey, is this thing down to his knees? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right? I, I mean, I'm like, let me visit. Like like you're like, you're like, I need to know his exact name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's like this is common for them. I mean, like, if, if I was going into the sport, I'd be like, you know what? I don't know if I want to do this because my dick might thaw. <laughs> I've never heard anyone. Usually, it's extremities like fingers, ears, or something. Yeah. Not the dick. No, <laughs> so I'm like, it froze. I'm and like, and I'm not how big is it? I, I don't know, but it was on. There was like a story floating on the gram. <laughs> the gram. I can't believe our ma'am. What do you think? Question got to that. To that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you? Can you not uh, with no, me? Because yeah. you know I know a lot of random <laughs> shit. <laughs> like it's just I know a lot of random things. So oh, it's very, uh, very interesting. Um, but yeah, well, I guess that's what we think about um, new sex positions yeah. and getting hurt. Yeah. And <laughs> my new found. Um, uh, <laughs> You're like a sheepskin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, I, thank you. Obviously, for coming on, yeah, really I'm gonna have like, to come on again. Yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna be part one. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you have more more to <laughs> right. share. We got uh, plenty uh, more. Uh, <laughs> a lot more to share. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but we really did enjoy having you. Um, and where can people follow you or connect with you? Okay, so if you were following my Adam Russo thing, that would be on Twitter. I was following Adam, Adam Russo. Well, Adam Russo Triple X is my my porn thing. So Adam Keith is the acting, the tarot, and that's on Instagram and Twitter now. So oh. it's Adam Keith. Uh, excuse me. I am Adam Keith. Is okay. The Twitter and the uh, Instagram. I try to keep them the same so that nobody would mess them up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So wait, what's the Adam Russo one? Adam Russo is the porn one only. Twitter. 
But I mean, what's how can people follow you? Oh, Adam one? Russo Triple X. Okay, got it. Yeah. So very simple. Very simple. There you have it. Yeah. Well, and uh, obviously people can follow us at Adam and Steve Podcast or me, Adman2005, Steven at. At Green Eye Steve. All right. And thank you all for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, remember that God made Adam and Eve, but he also made Adam and Steve. Any problems? Pray, Pray about, about it. it. <laughs>